G'day, g'day! Welcome to Game Day Gabe. I'm your host, Gabe the Babe, and you're about to get an insight to the college football world. What's up, Cougs fans? There's a lot of good sports on right now, and last week there were a lot of crazy games and great finishes in college football. I'm going to talk about the big games right here, right now. First up, Navy got the upset at UCF, 17-14. Their coach is awesome, Navy's, and I'm so happy they got the upset. They ran their triple option to perfection. That's how they do it at Navy. I'm so happy for them, and it's a great win for them. TC won 29-28 at Baylor. Big, big chance for an upset for Baylor, but TCU's field goal kicker is just too good. Also, um, Texas beat Kansas on the road 55-14 to with a big game from B. John Robinson. That man is a beast. He had 25 carries for 243 yards, an average of 9.7, and 4 touchdowns. When he is an on-game, that man's too good. Georgia got the win at Kentucky 16-6. to Ohio State eked out a win 43-30 to at Maryland. And last, but not least, USC won 48-45 at UCLA. It was a huge game. The UCLA quarterback was taking out USC's defense with his blocking on some plays, and it was just awesome. Like, they both wanted to win so bad, but USC got the win in the end. I'm also going to mention that Oregon did beat Utah 20-17 on a field goal. It It was in the fourth quarter, but... Utah's quarterback, Cam Rising, he had a good game, but he had three interceptions. That's probably the main reason why they lost. There was so much turnovers in this game. I can't believe it. If you watch the highlights, then you'll see what I mean. There's just so many turnovers. Both teams had a lot of chances to win, but Oregon got the win in the end. I think the home field advantage helped. That's what home fields are for. Autzen Stadium is a magical place. And that's all for the college football scores this week. So I'm going to preview a lot of sports going on around the world right now. But to start things off, I'm going to talk about BYU's win this week. We won 52-26 to at home against Utah Tech. Solid win. It's um, good enough that it counts as like a blowout win. And we could have won by more, but Jaren Hall had six touchdowns. That's a pretty good day for him. And... I'm I'm happy that we got the win because now we're at six wins. We can go bowling, so we can play in a bowl game. That's really exciting. And Keanu Hill had a huge day. Six receptions for 130 or so yards and three touchdowns. I think he had 137 yards in that game. It was a great day for him. And um, it was our senior it was our senior day as well, which means it's the last day that BYU plays a home game for the seniors. So people like Jaron Hall or Puka Nakua, who are probably leaving next year, um, it was an, we honored them at the start or the finish of the game. And that's really nice because it's our last home game we'll ever see their play, and they've left a big mark on BYU's history. So I'm glad BYU got the win there. And... Go Cougs! Moving on. There's a bowl game um, called the L.A. Bowl, and my Sunday school teacher wanted to mention it because he thinks that Boise State and Utah 
are going to be playing in the LA Bowl this year. That's a good bowl game because it's played at SoFi Stadium, one of the best stadiums in the world. So my Sunday school teacher just wanted to say he wants an honorable mention, so he's getting one. And um, Boise and Utah are probably going to play in that bowl game, assuming that Boise wins the Mountain West Championship. And it would have been better if they beat BYU, but they didn't because BYU's, they're better than Boise State. Sorry, Boise fans. But Boise can still get the LA Bowl with Utah. That's that's really nice. I'd like to see that matchup. That'd be a good one. So Utah, Utah can get a taste of playing Boise State and how, how hard it is. I want to see Boise get the upset there. That would be good. Next up, I'm going to talk about TCU's crazy finish at Baylor. So, the final score was 29-28. TCU got the win. But if we rewind, TCU had the ball. Um, They were down 26-28. And it was just an insane finish. They were driving down the field, and with about 20 seconds left, it was second down. They spiked the ball. And then on third down and seven, they decided to run it, which is stupid because they didn't have any timeouts. And put this into context, their field goal unit would have to run onto the field because they don't have any timeouts, and the run running back would probably not get out of bounds to stop the clock. So the clock would be running while the field goal unit is trying to get on, and they wouldn't have a good chance of getting set up and making the field goal. But they decided to go for it on third and seven. They got like four yards, and they stayed in bounds. So the field goal unit came sprinting on to save TCU's hopes of having an undefeated season, and he drilled it with no time left. TCU won 29-28. It was a great game. I reckon you should all check out the highlights for that game because it was the best one. Michigan almost got upset at home by Illinois. They won 19-17 off a game-winning field goal. But, man, TCU and Michigan had to win off game-winning field goals to stay alive, those were the number three and number four in the college football playoff rankings. More The rankings come out again today at 7 Mountain Time, probably. And TCU, I think they're going to stay at 4, and Michigan's going to stay at 3, Ohio State 2, and Georgia 1, just like it was last week. But this week, Ohio State and Michigan play in the biggest game college football scene all year. It's it's up there with Tennessee and Tennessee at Georgia. That those two games, Tennessee at Georgia and Ohio State, Michigan at Ohio State. This game is in Columbus, Ohio. It's where college game day is going. I mean, that's a huge, huge game. Whoever wins is a lock in the playoff, and whoever loses has a real disadvantage of getting in the playoff. So, and it's a huge rivalry. It's one of the biggest rivalries in all of college football. Both teams will be wanting that win so bad. The, the environment will be crazy. We've never seen anything like this in that rivalry before. There's been some controversial games in that rivalry, and there's going to be another one this week. I'm hoping for a close game and something that people will be intrigued to. But you have to check out that game. That's like the best game all year because it's at the end of the season and it's a rivalry. I think it might just have enough to top Tennessee at Georgia. But, man, that's a huge game. So you want to check that out. 
In college basketball, BYU gets to play in a tournament in the Bahamas this week. Over Thanksgiving, Wednesday to Friday, we get to play in the Battle for Atlantis, along with Kansas, Tennessee, and Dayton, and and Butler. And there's eight teams total, but Kansas is in the tournament too. BYU probably won't end up playing them because we're on opposite sides of the bracket. We'd have to win both our games in order to play them. That's probably not going to happen. We have to play USC first on Wednesday. It will be at 3.30 Mountain Time. So Bahamas is Eastern Time. It'd be 5.30 local time there. It'll be great. Women's Tournament just finished. UCLA won in the Bahamas. And I'm excited, so excited to see the men's tournament. I'll be watching it from Utah over Thanksgiving. And it's going to be great. Um, So the Bahamas has a island called Atlantis Paradise Island, and it's one of the nicest resorts in the world. It's where I'd like to go someday, but it is one of the nicest places you'll ever ever see, and BYU gets to stay in the hotel there, and they get to play in the hotel in, like, a room, a multi-purpose room that can be used for performances and such. They're turning it into a basketball court for this tournament, and they're gonna be there with, like, Kansas and Tennessee, some big names. I'm really excited to see how that goes. We'll be cheering on the Cougs hard because even though we probably might not win a single game there, it's great that we get to play in the Bahamas. It's kind of unlucky that we don't have a great team when we do, but I'm just really excited BYU gets that neat experience. They're so lucky. So you want to check that, that out. Also in the sports world, the World Cup is on. It's on, finally. It only happens every four years, and the FIFA World Cup is on in Qatar. USA drew 1-1 to yesterday, and I'm so excited to see how Australia plays because I consider myself part Aussie. We lived there for four years, so I'm going for Australia and USA in the World Cup, and we're both in. So, go show your support to whoever, to, um, whoever country you're from, because this only happens every four years. You have to check this out. Along with the World Cup, NFL Thanksgiving football is back. The schedule is Bills at Lions, Giants at Cowboys, and finally, Patriots at Vikings. The game that I'm looking forward to is the Giants at Cowboys because that's a classic. In history, the Lions were the first team to play every year on Thanksgiving, but later the Cowboys joined along and they've played every year since. So I think that the, the Patriots at Vikings isn't really tradition. The Giants, Cowboys, and Bills at Lions, those are the games you need to watch. Those are true Thanksgiving football games to watch over dinner. Yeah, so you can watch NFL all day, or you can watch BYU in the Bahamas, or you can watch the World Cup. Those three sports are the best ones on right now. You have to get it perfectly aligned every four years so that you have all three of those all, all at the same time. And there's the Maui Invitational. Like, there's just a lot of good sports. I'm really excited for that. I'll be in Utah watching them because Utah's a nice place. And it'll be nice watching it with family and having a good time over Thanksgiving week. We get the week off from school, aside from one day, and I'm really excited for that. So let's go Thanksgiving football. So, in my last college football picks, I went 8-1 and one in Pick'em. That's pretty impressive. I picked Arkansas to upset Ole Miss at home. That's a great pick. I also picked Iowa to beat Minnesota on the road. They did 13-10. to 10. 
I don't know. I haven't checked the box score, but they probably scored all their points on defense and special teams, knowing Iowa. But I'm happy I got those right. I picked TCU to win over Baylor. That was a great one. And finally, I picked Oregon to beat Utah and USC to beat UCLA on the road. So it was great picks last year. I mean, last week. My bad. But this week, it's much more tougher. It's rivalry week, and these games are really hard to pick because each individual team has their motivation. So, to start things off, it's the biggest game. Number three, Michigan Wolverines. At number two, Ohio State Buckeyes. What a huge game. I was talking about this earlier, and there's just all the lead-up to this game. The hype will be incredible. This is where college game day is going. It will be huge. It, they play at 10 a.m., so prime time. Let's see. Ohio State's they've been great on offense, and Michigan, they've been a bit iffy lately. Because of that, I'm going to pick Ohio State, and I think they're just an overall better team than Michigan. I think I prefer them. I prefer them to win rather than Michigan. They didn't make the playoff um, last year, and Michigan did, so I think Ohio State wants to win. They lost to Michigan last year. They're going to want the win bad. The big rivalry, they get home field advantage, so, I mean, I'm going to beg Ohio State because I think they have what it takes to get the win at home. Next up, it's South Carolina at Clemson. See, South Carolina, they just came off a huge upset. They beat Tennessee at home 63-38 to with Spencer Lateral, Spencer Radler throwing for six touchdowns. That man's crazy now. I'm going to pick them to go on the road at Clemson and get the upset. And I'm proud to pick it. It's a great game. Next up, it's number 12, Oregon Ducks at number 23, Oregon State Beavers. So, Oregon, they're really good. They just showed that against Utah, but they get a lot of turnovers, and they turn it over a lot. So, Oregon State's 8-3, Oregon's 9-2, they're really not that far apart. And Oregon State, they have the home field advantage this year. I'm going to pick o Oregon State to get the upset at, um, at home against number 12. They have the home field big advantage. It's a huge rivalry game. They're separated by 60 miles, and, man, this is going to be hyped. But I'm going to pick Oregon State for this one. Next up, it's 18 Notre Dame at number 7, USC. So, USC just came off a huge win at UCLA. They won 48-45, to and they're pretty happy with themselves. So, they're 10-1, and and they're sitting pretty good in the rankings. If they happen to win out, and win the Pac-12 championship, I think they're going to get in the playoff. So they'll want, they'll be wanting to win. But, see, Notre Dame, they've been winning their past lots of games. And, well, Notre Dame's just... They haven't been reliable this year, but they just beat Boston College 44-0, and they beat BYU 28-20. to um, But they lost to teams like Stanford at home, 15-12. So it's like... What? Like, how do you predict that? Notre Dame's just like Jekyll and Hyde this year. If they've been their best selves, like they've showed sometimes this whole year, they'd be in the discussion for the playoff. And even now, they're ranked 18 in the college football playoff rankings, being 8-3. and three. So they could still cause lots of chaos in the playoff. That's why I think it's going to be a close game, but I'm going to pick USC to get the win here. 
And finally, it's BYU at Stanford. BYU's 6-5 and five and Stanford's 3-8. and eight. But Stanford, they got a win at Notre Dame, 15-12. And it's just confusing. Jaron Hall and Tanner McKee, they're both returning missionaries, both LDS. And BYU was recruiting Tanner McKee to come play quarterback for them. But he chose Stanford instead. So it's going to be a battle of the Mormon quarterbacks. I'm excited to see how this game plays out. It's going to be a late kickoff, 9 o'clock Mountain Time, 8 o'clock Pacific Time on FS1. And BYU's already bowl eligible. Stanford cannot be. And it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to go to overtime, if I'm completely honest. They're evenly matched up. And I think BYU gets the win because they've shown that they can make clutch plays like Puka Nakua. I think their running game is going to do very well again with their committee approach. They have Chris Brooks, Miles Davis, Hingley Ropati, a bunch of guys to change the pace. They have Lopini Katoa, all those dudes. And either one of them could have a huge game. They've all had huge games in the past. So we'll see how it plays out. But I'm picking BYU because I love the Cougs. we got to have them get another win here to go to 7-5. and five. That'd be great to get a win on the road at a Pac-12 team. I'm really hoping BYU gets to win. I'm going to pick them, and I'm proud of it. And that wraps up Pick'em. Are you ready for Feast Week? There's a lot of good games on, whether it's the World Cup, the Battle for Atlantis, or Thanksgiving football. Be sure to check out some sports. Also, Gabe's game this week is, of course, number 3 Michigan at number 2 Ohio State. It's a huge game, so our college game day is going, and it's a big game in college football. Whoever wins is a lock for the playoff. Keep that in mind. That's Gabe's game, everybody. That wraps up my podcast for today. As always, thanks for listening, and if you liked it, be sure to check out my new recordings every week and share with a fellow Kooks fan. See you next time. Go Kooks!